0: do, you, do you, what do you listen to what do you do when you run
1: lately you know i had my like rock playlist um but then i switched over to kesha <laughs> and didn't hate it at all and that actually made me run better welcome once again to chill filtered the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to but you probably should Amen. And you probably are, and that's why we like you. And today, I could already tell that Robbie and I both have had a entry buzz. Uh, what was yours, Robbie?
0: <laughs> it, uh, I don't want to say because we're gonna have it later, and I hate it.
1: We're Wait, not, we're gonna have it later. We'll have it later on a show oh, in the future episode. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. And I hate it. Um, that's why I had it for an entry well,
0: buzz because it was. I don't care if I drink it. <laughs>
1: That's good to know. Yeah. Well, before we get into the whiskey, or before we get into how each of us are doing, let me talk about some uh, business real quick. As always, hit us up on Instagram. We love talking to people. Um, if you're new to the podcast and you're just like, I want someone to talk to me because I'm lonely, uh, maybe hit us up, up and talk whiskey down, no, no. because we love talking whiskey. Even
0: if you're like, I want someone to talk to me because I'm not lonely, and these seem like two chill guys. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, straight oh, up. Yeah. yeah, hit us up. Yeah, okay. so uh, and the, on Instagram we are simply uh, <laughs> Chill Filtered Podcast. I don't even know we, what are we. It's we're Chill just, Filtered, right? We're just Chill Filtered. <laughs> Holy crap! How we've been I, at so it for a hundred and thirty-seven episodes? What did you have
0: for your injury, Buzz?
1: Uh I had some uh, Dell Bach Distillers cut. Nice, um, but it wasn't that much. We're just but, in good moods uh, yeah Yeah seriously We're
0: I having see, a good time I wanted to get into that Delbock uh, What is it? The special Delbock Classic Classic But I was like that I can't just get another bottle of that So I, that's why I had the crappy one And I'm like I could easily find another one of these bottles And I don't want to
1: But Yeah plus we have to um, We have to do an episode on that one So we that'll do. be fun Yeah
0: Anyway How am I doing Cole? So
1: yeah how are you doing Robbie? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, obviously
0: Nailed i'm doing it. all right man i'm excited to record and you know uh i will tell you it's a little bit different for me i came uh got the girls put down and i came downstairs my toes were chilly i looked for my slippers didn't find my slippers so guess what i'm wearing on my feet Cole? ouch
1: uh bunny slippers from your wife i couldn't find my slippers cole so it's not slippers uh currently h taylor bottles that are empty
0: <laughs> the tubes cole no um I'm wearing. Oh, one, there
1: you go. That would work.
0: I'm wearing. It might. I'm wearing one. That and that's our. What whiskey would you choose? What whiskey would you use as a slipper? Um, <laughs> no, I'm wearing one sock, that may or may not be mine, and a stocking hat on the other foot. Because my toes were chilly. So it is an unconventional night. I don't know if that is.
1: What's a stocking hat? Uh toque. Should I look this up? It's just like a. It's a.
0: What, uh, the hipster, uh, I don't know, a stocking hat, a toque,
1: like like one of those ones you rob a bank with.
0: No, that's a uh, something different.
1: That's a. That's it's
0: a just stocking it's shirt. just like uh like your the hat you left here, the the cool hat you left her. That's not your name. Oh yeah yeah a totally, beanie totally, totally. a beanie it's, I'm wearing a beanie yeah, on my beanie a beanie on
1: my, to- beanie, yeah. beanie uh-huh. on my toesies. Um, you know how warm it was today in Arizona?
0: How warm was it?
1: It, was, it got up to 74 today. Yesterday broke nice. 80s, but yeah, today was only 74.
0: I'm ready for some, some
1: warm weather here.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of unconventional nights, guess what I did tonight, Cole?
1: <laughs> um, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Um, it's a rite of passage. You went out with your bike and no. um, did some, like, donuts.
0: Did not do donuts on my bike. I had uh, a rite of passage. I had the talk. With my daughter.
1: Yeah. Ooh, a coming of age for you as well as her.
0: So, well, the thing is so I teach special education, and part of my. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to to teach. That's a hard talk. I teach health, and I talk about reproduction and all this stuff. It's not a big deal to me. My wife, who was a nurse, is now a nurse practitioner. Has been putting off on it yeah. for a long time, and finally she's like, "I was like Chelsea, we've got to do the talk." She's like, "Fine, you can do it." So you gotta. Uh, <laughs> so it was Amar and I having the talk tonight, and it was hilarious. It cracked me up. I'm not going to get into nice. any details, but uh, yeah, it so was just that later. Um, she was just like, "What?" the whole time. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so it's been it's That's been kind of a
0: funny night. So yeah.
1: So they don't teach that at school anymore.
0: No, we do. We do. It's just uh oh. As a special educator, you kind of have, you have to be like, so you have to, and this, it's going to sound wrong when I say this, but you have to be explicit with it and tell it for what it is. And you have a lot gotcha. of sex education where it's like, like I like our sixth grade video in Idaho, I tell my parents of autistic children, especially who can be very literal, don't watch this, let your kid watch this video. Cause they're going to think when they go to the airport, they're going through puberty. Because that's it is that confusing. Like (laughs) it is so confusing how they like yeah. So I I've trained to teach sex,
1: and uh, yeah, yeah. So or sorry, are you like the go to guy for like sixth grade or something like that? You know,
0: Uh, I'm the go to guy for like kids that are on my caseload. So we. If, I gotcha. If, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if parents request it, I have... You're
1: not like the PE teacher who's like with the health teacher. That no, like, but I do accompany... This is what sex is. I accompany
0: my kids to health classes a lot. So then I'll, I'll kind of be like the liaison between the kid and the teacher and have follow-up talks with them yeah. and their parents and stuff. So, yeah. So That's talking cool. about it and like I, 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 one time, uh, part of my job, like I was, it was like a New Year's Eve... No, it's New Year's Day, uh-huh. and you've been to Dillard's on New Year's Day here in Boise. They had, used to have the big Heck sale, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm in Dillard's on New Year's Day, and a parent of one of my previous students comes up to me and goes, "Oh, hey, Mr. Dillard, how are you?" A little Uh-oh. small talk, in the day. and she goes, "You know, I was going to email you, but since you're here, and then start talking about her daughter just having her period and what her plan is, and like all this stuff. So like, uh-huh. it's not a big deal to me, like that stuff. So anyway, I had the talk with Amara, and it was. It was pretty funny in my mind, and she, yeah, she was like, "This is crazy, Dad. This is crazy. I'm gonna have so many questions." I'm like, "That's fine. Write them down. We'll talk about them later." So,
1: it, yeah, it
0: was kind of yeah, a just one, don't funny.
1: talk about them with anyone. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. It's like, you know, I was like, "Do you see why Mom and Dad said don't talk about this with your friends or anyone else?" Yeah, because you guys are weird. And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> it's not weird. It's just part of love. It's just part of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's part of life and love. Life and love, and love makes life." And life makes. Oh, that's deep. Anyway, wow, we are really earning our lowercase e for explicitness here.
1: <laughs> yeah, lowercase e. Anyway, yeah. how was I, you- I realized that when we had uh, Seth on for uh, Broken Barrel, he cursed like twice, and I was like, "Wow, this is a old kind of thing for Chill Filter, even yeah. though we're still an explicit podcast. Yeah. We haven't. Literally, we haven't like. I think we maybe you let out something in the past I, fifty some episodes. In one, I
0: you know we were. It's when we were uh, recording a spot for something, and I couldn't get it right, and I swore, but it never made. It never uh-huh. made the podcast.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Besides the last time, probably that it ever happened when I used the term bastardized, oh, cool. which is not a curse word. Cool. It, not a curse word. Okay,
0: I, I challenge you to go to a, any sc- middle school or elementary school and say that word in front
1: of the class. That's true. You know, I was thinking about this the other day of like, like you know, there's a few reasons I don't curse. Mm-hmm. But I just realized it's, it's all like someone decided that's worse word than other words. Yeah, You know, that's really what it is. But, you know, even in that, that's part of the reason I don't curse is because, you know, it's just not uh accepted by everyone and and i and i personally there's a there's a good few reasons why um i just but i also just grew up that way like never mm-hmm. cursed in my life um so in a way i want to keep that streak but in a way it's like like someone decided <laughs> this word was or someone believed like even if i, I used was, that term I was that was really i was just talking about
0: I'm just gonna break it right there and be like but who the f cares
1: I'm like whoa cool yeah, yeah exactly I,
0: I, it came, I thought it was coming for a second but no
1: no, no. What's well, the one thing I tell No, my, I've still got my streak.
0: One thing I tell my students, I'm like, that, you know, like if they, like, because middle school, middle school, you're like, oh, swearing is cool, right? And so I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Always, I'm always like, you know what? You are smart enough that you can think of another word to talk about how you feel. It's more appropriate at school. And uh, you know, that's what yeah. thing. is like, yeah. You can always think of another word. That being said, I'm also like, you know, swearing doesn't make you cool, kid. When's the last time you heard someone swear and You go, oh my gosh, they're the coolest. And that usually doesn't work, and they usually get in trouble for swearing again. But I try. I try so yeah. hard, Cole. Kids. Yeah. Anyway, how's, how's, how's your week days. been? How you doing, bud? That's
1: a good question. I <laughs> need to think about that. Oh, um, that was cool.
0: I've been rambling about uh, nothing for like nothing. 20 minutes, and you can't even come oh.
1: I know, right? No. But it was a good thing. Maybe my my part will be a little short this week. I, um... i've been running i don't know if i've told you that i've been running Mm -hmm. uh, usually about like three miles maybe two or three times a week Mm -hmm. i hate it absolutely hate it like the whole time i'm like this sucks this is boring and i don't really want to do this but the only reason i'm still running is so i can get home faster because i don't want to keep doing this and i don't know maybe it gets better i don't know you run Um, on the treadmill i got
0: bad i i don't run as much now because i got bad knees but
1: not since i think the the accident incident
0: um (laughs) yeah no i think what do you do what do you listen to what do you do when you run
1: lately you know i had my like rock playlist um but then i switched over to kesha (laughs) and didn't hate it at all um and that actually made me run better uh, because I was like, "All right, I can get into Kesha more than I can get into like, I don't know what was I listening to, like Three Days Grace or like uh, Beastie Boys and stuff." And um, oh,
0: but running the sabotage by Beastie
1: Boys is pretty. Oh, always good.
0: Yeah. You just, but then you start sliding what? across the hood of people's cars, and you're like, "Oh, tone it down." True,
1: true. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, things things show up, and and uh, yeah. You can't stand it, you know.
0: That, they planned it. We can't yeah. Let them escape I'm a with set this it straight. water
1: gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, did they say set it straight?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We're close.
1: I think yeah. he says, I'm going to set it straight, this water gate. Um. Anyway. I love it. the Beastie Boys. Have we talked it. about the Beastie Boys?
0: I think we've brought it up before.
1: Okay, cool. Well, our listeners will know that we're both big fans of those three uh jewish boys from new york
0: brooklyn i think um, right
1: who no one would guess through jewish white boys from new york too that no one would guess would be in such a cool band of their sorts so
0: wow okay so you've been running
1: (laughs) yeah so i've been running and yeah kesha's been doing it um so, but it still sucks. Like the whole time, I'm like, ah, I'm so tired of this. Do you, like, do you ever? Listen- and it's not even like I could keep running if I wanted to. I'm just so
0: bored. Do you ever listen to audiobooks? Are you like, do you like audiobooks? Maybe I'll
1: try that. That's Maybe the, I'll listen to myself talk about whiskey.
0: Audiobooks, and I will say the best thing to do when you're running is listen to, chill filtered.
1: Hey, that's the yeah. name of
0: the podcast. Yeah, listen. To, I don't know. That's <laughs> I, like, because like music. If I'm like doing like an interval workout and I want to like get my heart rate up, yeah. I like music because then it kind of like for a short burst, but then I lose my attention. So, like, audiobooks and podcasts where you just kind of like, you just listen and you kind of drone things out and just kind of go,
1: that's what I think that's the way to go. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll get me less bored. <laughs> but, um, have we even mentioned what we're drinking today yet?
0: I don't think we have. We're doing a, we're doing yeah. a poor job on this one.
1: No, we're going to poor job this whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> um, man, that was a really bad joke. Um, yeah, today we are drinking Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. Hey, we've already drank that, you say. Well, we drank batch eight. This is batch seven, in so case you're wondering. Lay off. Um, yeah so step off man i was just watching uh the seinfeld episode where george finds like a really hip new friend who's like super young mm-hmm. and super like uh bro-y. Mm-hmm. and uh and he's like so i told that guy step off and george is like you could you told him to step off he's like i told him to step <laughs> off and he's like that is so cool like, and then in the end the the bro tells george to step off I th- <laughs> Which is the irony of it all?
0: I thought you were going to say you were watching so. School of Rock when he's like, A "Step
2: off, A step off." Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. step off.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what do you say we uh, send it to break? Unless you wanted to talk about anything more. Um, I've been I watching Brooklyn uh, Nine
0: Nine. I totally love it. You're classic Boyle, but whatever. Let's
1: go. Do you know? Do you know who introduced you to Brooklyn Nine Nine?
0: Who introduced me to Brooklyn Nine Nine? You?
1: This guy. That well, guy. at least we watched those episodes. We watched the the Halloween episodes together while we were in Boise.
0: So my guess is, if we did that, then it is probably you that introduced it to us. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Cole. Totes me. Tot- yeah, you're welcome. Totes loving it again and I'm like yeah. how I, how do I not watch this all the time so
1: anyway yeah that's all I had to it's say it's great I mean Andy Samberg is like the perfect balance like he can potentially over he you know he can't overdo it I love Andy Samberg but he overdoes it knowing he's overdoing
0: it and plays it up yeah yeah oh, mm-hmm. he, and father, he's great with fatherhood him. lesson Cole um, yeah when you watch tell, Hot Rod with Kid when you tell <laughs> when you tell bad dad jokes you play it off like uh-huh. it's the greatest thing ever and you just, you laugh hard. <laughs> and then
1: sometimes that makes other people laugh. That's what Oh, I mean, that's yeah. great. So that's that's how they do it. That's how, da- like you're letting me in on this like huge secret. So I, th-
0: I think it's like, I think it's a spectrum. Like you either have to like completely laugh like this is the funniest joke ever or you just deadpan, don't laugh at all and move on. Like you got to sell it. <laughs> it, sells it either way.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know who I think, I, I don't remember if he does really good dad jokes, but I want to say Miles Ferguson is a pro dad joke. I, I, I know it. he's a pro dad because him and his, um, you know, good scotch and his turtlenecks that he not all the time wears, but he rocks when he does wear them. Mm. Um, yeah, he's he's probably got a, I feel like I've heard a good dad joke from him. Nothing's going like that on could right now, a but he just lyric. seems like it.
0: He rocks like when what? he wears a turtleneck. Throw some dad yeah, jokes around. That. What the heck? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, you just rhymed that so good. So well. Superman does good. You do well. So goodly. <laughs> so let's send it to break, and we'll be back with some um, Colonel E.H. Taylor history, but different this time because I had to kind of go out of my way because we've talked about Colonel Taylor who knows how many times. So it's a little bit of a um, – side shoot today so here we go to break we'll be right back
2: all
1: right we're back and um yeah like i said uh we're Drinking Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof, batch number seven, specifically from the 2018 release. Uh, You know, batch number seven is the 2018 release. Uh, Real quick, some notes I wanted to get to. Very short this week. I met some cool people this week named Jeff and Krista. uh, Talked whiskey with them for quite a while. And uh, if you guys are listening, gave them my card, you know, Mm -hmm. like, here, here's my uh, podcaster card, literally. And uh, if you're listening, shout out to you guys. Tell your friends. We're the best podcast. Tell out your there. mama, um, yeah. Boom. So yeah, this is not our first Colonel Taylor podcast or product on the podcast. Wow, um, I'm not even going to list how many times we feature this brand, <laughs> but it is actually even our second time that we're you know having the barrel proof option. Uh, good old episode 100. Oh. Uh, we drank batch number eight from 2019. Uh, From our good friend Jason Preston, uh, which is super kind of him because that was a great pour. Uh, I believe that Jason actually at this point owns every batch of their barrel proof. Oh, man. um, Which is insane. Uh, So, uh, we've, yeah, like I said, we've talked about Colonel H. Taylor and who he is, how he was related to two presidents. We've talked about his history and distilling, how he even kicked into action the bottled and bond act and kicked it into law uh, how he got out of distilling and was the mayor of frankfurt kentucky for 16 years how he worked in an interesting business relationship with george t stagg we've talked about all that stuff before if you want to hear any of that history i'd recommend listening to any of our colonel taylor episodes thus far uh, the most recent one we did was episode 130 about seven episodes ago which was colonel e. h taylor seasoned wood
2: Mm. Let's
1: talk about something different. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about Colonel E.H. Taylor's Pompeii. favorite
0: band, the Beastie Boys.
1: I could see him being into the Beatles. Um, you know, like uh what was it? Sergeant Pepper's hangs out with Colonel Taylor. I you know. So, anyway, I mean, I who isn't into the Beastie Boys? So, I'm sure Colonel E.H. Taylor with his nice beard and his top hat would be great fans of the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Ad Rock, Mike D, and MCA. Yeah, Those guys, nice you know. job. Ah, I was so scared about the MCA. I was like, "Crap, what do you got?" I, that was, yeah, MCA. I'll pour out a little for the homie because MCA is gone from us. Didn't want another?
0: Didn't another one die?
1: No, no. Uh, got, Ad Rock and and uh, Mike D are still are they still around? Okay, yeah. Now they they recently wrote a book. It was kind of cool. I saw it on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um. And it seemed pretty funny. Like, they had, like, memoirs and stuff in it. I'd love to. Um, so, wow. yeah, check it out. Um, <laughs> check, it, check it out. Before... <laughs> what you want you? What you want? What, what you, what you want? want? I got the money with the money
0: that you want. You want. Where'd you get your information from, huh? <laughs> you think it's your commissal revelation? <laughs> Come,
1: Yeah. <you>. Yeah. <You. laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is not a PC Boys podcast for those people who are listening for the first time and they're like, what the heck? <laughs> so we appreciate everyone who continues to listen at this point. And you know, if this is your first time, just know that we don't always keep it in a straight line. Um, maybe that's how we should put it. You we know, don't always
0: keep it in a straight you know?
1: line. I don't
0: know. Let's abbreviate that. Like, just be like, we're so, not straight. Oh, wait, <laughs> no. Well, straight whiskey,
1: the wrong... not straight. Yeah, okay. Straight line. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. And then people are like, straight laced? you be like, no, nah, just straight. Yeah. In this case. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, please don't so let that be the before... introduction to
0: the episode, me saying, we're not
1: straight. <laughs> <laughs> John's totally going to go with that, too. Uh, uh, thanks, John, for being such a great editor. We appreciate it. Um, all right. We're going to talk about Bourbon Pompeii. So let's first talk about the Old Fire Copper Distillery, also known as the OFC Distillery. Uh, so before Buffalo Trace Distillery was called what it is now, it had a few names and a few owners. The first true distillery on the property was in 1812. They had been distilling actually before that into the 1700s. I want to say it's 1795 was the, uh, the point where it was uh, starting distilling on that property. Uh, but yeah, this guy named uh, Harrison Blanton, where we, you know, we Albert Blanton, Harrison Blanton, that's where we get the name Blanton's from. Um, he, he, got, he got this whole new distillery going in 1812. But in 1870, a great man by the name of Edmund Haynes Taylor bought it out, and he named the distillery the Old Fire Copper Distillery. Uh, He technically owned it for only about eight years before selling it to George T. Stagg. I encourage everyone definitely to listen to the 2020 George T. Stagg episode. I want to say that was like around 120-ish episode. And listen to it. It'll give really good perspective uh, in the history from George T. Stagg's point of view of this whole relationship. But I'm not going to go into that. During this time and a little bit after, the name of the distillery remained OFC the uh, original distillery was pretty close to the Kentucky River in Frankfurt and actually very close to you know most of the buildings of uh, the Buffalo Trace distillery now. And over time, the distillery's name changed quite a few times and it is now what it is today. Uh, Buffalo Trace, the, mo- the world's most award-winning distillery. But something happened in 2016, not too long ago, uh, in... Buffalo Trace, and let me back up a bit. In 1997, they had a building on the property pretty close to the river, and it was pretty old, pretty worn down, and leaking from a lot of the rain. Um, And apparently in the 90s, and it's the 80s and the 90s for distilleries was a rough time. In fact, that's when um, Blanton's was sold to a Japanese company, Um, that's when like a lot of bad things, not, not bad. It's not bad that that happened, but a lot of bad, like they weren't bringing in a lot of money. And that's the thing about bourbon is like right now we're in a bourbon boom, uh, but in the eighties and nineties we weren't. And so, you know, if you're making like a 10 year product, you got to wait 10 years to hopefully have the demand meet what you put into it. So even now Buffalo Trace is starting trying to catch up because it's killing it now. People love Buffalo Trace, but they didn't love it like 15 years ago as much as they do now, for sure. Um anyway, uh they they were kind of out of money in 1997 and they used about $80,000 to fix the roof on this like building that they found near the the river. Um just hoping to use it later, uh, just because it it needed some repairs. But in 2016, when things were kind of picking up for Buffalo Trace, they decided that that old building would be good to renovate for like meeting space and even like a conference space. So they bought or they brought in a renovation team. And soon after they found that it basically uh, was the OFC distillery's fermenting room uh, from the 1800s. And that had been poured over in concrete. So when they were like digging up the concrete, they, they were like, something's here. Like they were like, this wasn't just a foundation here. Basically found that it was the, yeah, original fermenting room. Um, so they bought, they brought in an archeologist and an excavation team. And long story short, they are now, they've excavated the whole thing. They call it Bourbon Pompeii. It's legit. Some of these fermenters are literally from the 1880s. Um. But they actually uh, are even using one of the original vats, uh, and they've lined it with copper. And they're, they're to this day. They are now fermenting, or not to this day, up to this point. Or not. What, how do I say that? <laughs> Recently, they've started fermenting like bourbon mash in there. So I think that's legit. Anyway. Uh, It's crazy to me they found it, and of course they call it Bourbon Pompeii, uh, all originally put there by Colonel E.H. Taylor, which brings us to what we're drinking today. Uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. We've already drank that.
0: Oh, seven?
1: I know you say that, Robbie, (laughs) but we drank batch eight, (laughs) which I forget what the proofage of batch eight, um, but what we're drinking today is 129.7 proof. Oh, boy uh and the taylor line is all bottled and bond except for the barrel proof releases and and that bottled and bond is to honor uh, taylor who originally was kind of the the driving force behind the bottled and bond act uh, which basically said if you want to call your bourbon you know quality you're going to call it bottled and bond and if you're going to do that you're going to make it 100 proof you're going to have at least four years old um you're gonna what are the oh you're gonna have like government labels and you're gonna have a uh, government uh, what do you call it um, keys over, to be stolen like, th- keys to be stolen from yeah basically they need a bonded uh, uh what bonded agent to oversee <laughs> like the the aging
0: <laughs> a bonding What's agent that? sounds like what you put your uh, dentures in with
1: yeah mm-hmm. uh, fix the dent
0: so, so batch eight was one hundred twenty nine point three yep.
1: proof. That would make sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you just look that up?
0: I did. I'm I'm useful to the podcast nice. sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got great points. <laughs> and that makes sense. Like I, I mean, remember no, that. I remember number. it
0: because I remember everything about whiskey.
1: Yeah, you're a great memory memory guy. <laughs> you could play memory with bourbon. So, yep. Uh, mashbill number one. Uh, others in that mashbill: Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, um, George T. Stagg uh stag junior you know all those ones um uh, and which the buffalo trace mashville number one is a rye bourbon but not exactly a high rye bourbon they estimate it's between eight and twelve percent rye usually you can call a rye, or a bourbon high rye if it's like above 15 percent rye in the mashville but it is a rye bourbon there is no wheat it is rye okay. mostly corn and then um a little bit of what do you call it a, a malted barley so no age statement, but the rumor is about six to eight years for uh Taylor barrel proof. And um, this was released in 2018. Uh, these days we just uh, they just released batch nine, I believe. Uh, and it had I had it recently actually, it's 130.3 proof. Uh, I'll I might share my opinion if I remember it, but I'll, I'll share my opinion on that one after we drink this one if I think of it later. Uh, stored in a warehouse that was originally built in the OFC days um, uh, because it was originally built under the um, under the management of uh, Colonel Taylor. I don't know which one it was. I actually looked into it. I was like, is it Warehouse C? Um, because they do age some um, uh, Colonel Taylor stuff in Warehouse C, but it's definitely not Warehouse H. That one's like the Blanton's one. Uh, but I don't know which one it was, but it was it was one of the ones that was built in the ofc days, which is legit. Um, I opened this bottle uh, when I passed my first actuarial exam. Mm-hmm. Uh, total wine price originally retailed for 80 bucks a bottle, and I've seen it easily over three hundred and fifty easily um, on the secondary market. So uh, okay. that's what we're drinking today. Uh, let's, uh, let's get a traditional cork pop. I feel like it's been a few weeks uh, so. since we've had a good old cork pop. So here we go. Come on. Ah, right. oh, it smells so good.
0: Can I, uh, can I say it? A, 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 a toast before we drink this call? Toast it up. To Colonel E.H. Taylor, who inspired the greatest name mm-hmm. known to man, uh, Colonel Turkey Dump. To Colonel Turkey Dump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He did inspire that.
0: Ooh. There is a really nice rice spice mintiness to this. Uh, like a cin- Almost like a, cinnam- like a cinnamon mint. Cinnamon.
1: Uh-huh. I got kind of like a strawberry candy just off my finger that I spilled a little on. Cool. What did you um, eat before the but podcast? I will get you what's that were you eating
0: strawberry candies before the podcast
1: i was eating those those strawberry candies that are like that look like a strawberry on the outside but are just this red candy with like goo on the inside i love those those are pretty good you know for a grandma candy they're pretty good they're the
0: king or queen of grandma candy for sure
1: that and andy's mints
0: the heck's your problem (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> from the height the peak of the mountain down to the valley right there <laughs>
1: you don't like mint chocolate yeah they're okay i mean like they're the best
0: when you get one surprisingly on your pillow but other than that that's a, like they're not very that's great. true
1: thanks a mint
0: i'm not a huge yeah. minty like minty mint kind of person my wife is
1: i gotcha but i'm not you're not a york kind of guy york Peppermint no, I, would, I just
0: pass those off to my my daughter and my wife
1: Really?
0: Yeah. I like butter mints though. Those because they have like this texture that melts and the crunches and good. so good.
1: And the ones that are like coated in chocolate too, that are basically butter mints, still good. I don't think I've had those. They're good. I'll bring you definitely some. Definitely get a. Maybe I'll Amazon some to you.
0: It de- definitely has a nice spice to it though. Like I'm really getting a good amount of spice on this. It's a little vapory too. I can kind of see your strawberry. Yeah. There's a definite sweetness there for sure.
1: I'm trying, you know, I'm getting notes, vapors there, a um, little bit of that, you know, candy strawberry, I, you know, it's not like the strawberry that I'm talking about with, like, for example, the one when we drank uh Sazerac 18, that was like a strawberry syrup. It was very light, super sugary and fruity. Um, this one's definitely like that strawberry candy. If anything, the first note I got, yeah, which is different. Ooh, yeah, It's not as light. It's like a little more powerful.
0: This is hot.
1: Like, you sipped it, yeah, there's from some, what I remember it is,
0: yeah, whew, there is some heat to this, but it's uh it definitely hits hard and fast with the heat, um, but then its I, and I gotta hold on my mouth a little bit longer because it was it started turning into like there was some sweetness and some notes that started coming out a little bit later, but it's definitely hot to start,
1: mm, mm. yeah. I need to sip again.
0: Well, hold on, I'm still out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> the um the The thing about mash meal number one that I typically get is a very appley fruity I just love mash meal number one. <laughs> sugary in a like a white sugar kind of way. Not like in a depthy brown <laughs> sugar kind of oh, way, just like a very fresh, bright, appley deliciousness. Uh, caramel apple even. Uh I'm not so so getting that on this Mm -hmm. but i need another sip so why don't you go ahead oh
0: this is the first that we've had on the podcast where i've got the cough from it it is definitely hot and i try like Mm -hmm. i might have messed it up there like you started like saying you're gonna go for a sip i had in my mouth i was trying to hold on looking for notes and wait you've
1: never coughed
0: i not from the heat i've been close this is the i think this might be my first one i don't know if anyone's Nice. Can call me out otherwise I'm sure I, I have I'm sure yeah. whatever I'm not
1: like Marco or something yeah. Like that's gonna be like nope I heard You cough on this episode
0: <laughs> But uh
1: Marco is it, a, a thorough listener
0: Yeah but, whew, I tell you what so yeah you started saying you were gonna go for a sip from and, like, and like I don't know if <laughs> I bar-bar-bar. breathed wrong after that Breathed breathed, breathed. I breathed, breathed wrong uh, after that, but it, this is hot. Like it is, and you know, I got the first sip. I got like a weird sweet note that I couldn't identify because then I swall like, swallowed right as I was getting it. I was like, no. um, second time just hot, but, uh, it's got a of height, but there's a little, there is some sweetness to it. Um, you know, maybe I, I'm getting more, it's fruity. I don't know if it's necessarily strawberries, but I'm, I'm leaning more towards apples, but I can see kind of where you're going with strawberries, but it is definitely hot.
1: Yeah. It is really hard for me to call out any other notes, especially on the palette. Mm-hmm. Um The heat doesn't... I wouldn't say it takes over, but it does uh, shadow some of the other notes.
0: I'll say it takes over. It reminds me of the uh, this year's uh, BTAC uh, Handy. Handy? It, it was just oh, really? so hot. like We really couldn't... I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was just like... To just sip to yeah, taste and like, pull stuff out. Yeah, it just totally um, hit everything. Like, there really couldn't pull anything out. I did. I did a couple
1: water drops. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to do that myself. Uh, it's definitely sweeter. Yeah, I'm, little, I'm intrigued. I don't know if it'll make it better.
0: Well, I'll say the nose. I can pull out a little more apple. It's definitely like the sweetness is coming out a little bit more with the water for sure. On the water, or, sweetness. Okay. Is a little, I don't know what I just said. Um yeah, definitely a little sweeter on the nose with the water. Get a little more apple.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a sip. It makes sense that you'd be getting apple. Like, this is probably similar to, like, in the age range of Buffalo Trace. And that's 90 proof. Um, and so if you are, Ooh. you know, drinking the same bill. Similar in proof, it would make sense that you're getting more of an appley, sweeter like like buffalo trace to me is so good. It just fits that perfect like, not too oaky, very mm-hmm. sweet, appley, candy ish. Um Ooh. and yeah, I'm, I'm expecting that when I sip the. I'm, I haven't even smelled it with the ice or the water yet.
0: So nose definitely for me was sweeter on the palate though. Like it is still really hot, and I get a little bit of bitterness. And I, I don't know if I mentioned it. On the um, neat pour, I get a little bit of bitterness on the neat too, um, mm-hmm. and the bitterness is still there, and it's still really hot. Like this is a hot whiskey, for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's definitely more bitter, and I agree with you. There was a little bit of bitterness on the palate mm-hmm. for the neat pour. There's more on the water pour, which is so weird to me. I mean, they always water down. You know they they cut the whiskey to you know like honestly if they were to cut this to ninety proof it would basically be Buffalo Trace. I mean depending on the warehouse and the you know like there's a lot of there's potential differences in the things like the warehouse and stuff like that. yeah. But all in all it's pretty similar to Buffalo Trace in the um mash bill and age. Yeah. Uh, just not the proof, but it's it's a little bit better. I'm not digging that part. Yeah. yeah the bitterness has kind of taken over too
0: I do like and I do like a hot whiskey this is so weird I like a hot whiskey but Uh I also like
1: a hot like
0: like a barrel proof that has flavor to it and really like this again this is like that handy where it was just like I'm just getting hot like I'm not really pulling stuff out like there's I mean and I like a hot whiskey I think there's a great place for a hot whiskey Um, you Mm -hmm. know sometimes sometimes you just want a nice stiff neat drink right and this would be it you know, this yeah. a little, so.
1: Yeah, this is not for a beginner. No. I would say.
0: No. Um, unless you put it in a eyedropper and put one drop in a, a glass of Coke. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Um, so, my bus driver gleamed the cube. Huh? Did it carry over? <laughs> I forgot
1: about that. <laughs> not yet, for me. No.
0: So, I, I dropped my cube. Um. Definitely tone it down. Definitely a lot more fruit there. I can definitely see the strawberries you're, you're saying um, with the cube. Um, it also... Mm-hmm. It's it's colder, which is interesting. Really interesting. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's apple. Like This is apple juice right now. It just turned into apple juice.
1: I love apple juice. Mm-hmm. I love apple juice whiskey. It's like... There's something... I don't know. That's just me. Like, honestly... Probably favorite note in whiskey, or at least bourbon, is sugary apple pie. Like mm. it's my favorite. Yeah.
0: Have you dropped your cube yet?
1: I just did. I'm sniffing it now. Okay.
0: So I'm definitely heady here. It's
1: a little muted on the nose for me. You're not getting but the sweetness. I'm about to sip, so so I not de- off the nose. Not off the
0: nose. So I will say, um. Mm. Was mm-hmm. Ice cube is kind of where I'm at. This is like my favorite here. It cooled it down because it. I mean, uh, so we did a whiskey roll. I think you and Adam, Adam did a whiskey roll. Oh, about the effects of ice on a on a hot whiskey or a hot alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it did yeah. here. It just it really tamed it. It muted it. Um, Now I'm starting to pull stuff out here. Definitely very appley. Um, It, you know, still had a, it maintained a nice viscosity too. It feels a little thicker in the mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I'm digging the ice right now.
1: I also dig the ice and this has kind of rescued it in my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I love Curly Ace Taylor. Like they probably couldn't put out anything that I don't like. Yeah. and here's, here's my thoughts on the 2020. And maybe we'll drink it one day. Maybe someone will pour us that, and then, and then I'll give official thoughts. But I was drinking it the other day, uh, the, um, what do you call it, the uh, 2020, that batch nine. And um, it was good, but it was not enjoyable for two ounces. Yeah. It wasn't not enjoyable. It just, after drinking it for a while, it got old. Which doesn't always happen. And that's the hard thing. Is like the barrel proof can be amazing. And this is definitely better than the 2020. Okay. Uh, I think the 2020 was the worst uh, EH Taylor batch or barrel proof I've ever had. But it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't like something that I would pour two ounces for. It would be more so something that I could, you know, pour maybe one ounce and really enjoy it. Um, But it wasn't like, like, here's the thing we've talked about this with woodford reserve Mm -hmm. i enjoy woodford reserve the first three sips but after that it's not that enjoyable to me altogether um and it's surprising how it just switches to that for me and i don't know maybe we should like I, i feel like like if we had enough whiskey we should like also test that like could we drink this for another two ounces um, which would get us very fun by the end of the cool. episode. I'm, I'm ready um, to give my
0: liver to science. We might may have to make that happen, yeah. yeah exactly,
1: make it happen. <laughs> hey, I mean, we'll just tell the people that uh, the you know, the distilleries and our listeners that send us stuff, hey, send us four ounces from now on. Now, for science, <laughs> for science, yeah, for the sake of whiskey and, mm. the, and the and the future of whiskey. Um, but so far, I do really like the water pour, that's all I wanted
0: to say. <laughs> so water pour is your favorite
1: right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. Sorry, I meant ice. Oh, ice okay. pour. Water pour was worse in my opinion, actually. Gotcha. Okay.
0: That's that's why I was cl- trying to clarify there. Yes, yeah, so I think I, I I will say so. The ice definitely tamed it a little bit, pulling flavors, a little more flavor out. I don't see, there's a lot of complexity to it. Like, it really is just that fruitiness. I'm getting a lot of apples, kind of, more, I can see, like, there's strawberry sweetness to it. But Yeah. one nice thing about the ice is there's still a little bit of heat on the the finish like the finish still has some heat for For me which i like so i think ice is ice is good
1: ice for the win and i never thought i'd say that about currently h taylor barrel proof but ice is really worth it um you gotta try it if you haven't yet those listeners out there that means you jason preston with every bottle of the barrel proof collection yeah just add it to your uh Batch number one. He's literally got a batch number one, which is crazy to me. And, oh, Jason reached out this week, and he was like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever outdo the uh, like the shout-out that you guys gave me <laughs> the other day, because we were like, what a pro. Like, what a guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I love that. So, listeners, if you want to be a pro, ask us how you can become a pro in our minds, because there is a way. Mm. And
0: Cole will answer that question, and I'll cheers yeah, I'll to it. I'll answer it for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: You'll uh, be like mid mid conversation. Cheers, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you yeah, you have a rating in mind? I'm struggling with my rating here a little bit.
2: Are
1: you I do, and it might be a little controversial, to be honest. Okay,
0: like if you if, okay. So here's the thing, I'm struggling because mm. Ice Pour kind of saved it. I'm also yeah. struggling because. EHT in general, fanboy over it. I love EHT. Yeah, And it makes, in my mind, if, I mean, if you were to hand me this and not tell me what it was, I would think I would, I'm definitely skewed because it is EHT, and I don't want my rating to reflect that. Also, like I said earlier, there's a place for a really hot whiskey. Like, sometimes you just really want a nice, barrel-proof, cast-strength, hot whiskey. That's a good point. And this could fill that niche. But I don't yeah know. I'm gonna go first unless you're ready unless you really want to go yeah
1: yeah please yeah i I have solidified mine in my mind <clears throat> all
0: right I'm gonna give this a seven point seven
1: whoa it's good That's low and I, I
0: am and I, I definitely if you know on at a certain bar if it's on the shelf I will probably go for it that yeah but you get me because it really it beats out a lot of your fast foods and things like that but really if you were to give me this and tell me not tell me it's an EHT barrel proof, I probably wouldn't really care for it too much. That's a good un- point. Unless yeah. it was like a specific day where I'm like, I just want something hot. So, it's good, but is it is it worth the secondary market? I would say unless that's your thing, like a really hot whiskey. Like if you love this last year's handy, if you love something that's really hot, this is your thing. If if not, I wouldn't I wouldn't. Uh, Pay for it so 7.7 7 for me. What do, what do you got, Cole? Okay,
1: yeah, I, I, I'm a little higher than that for sure, but it did not break nine, but it was close. Uh, I give it an 8.9. Oh man, we're um, man. especially with the ice that really saved it. Um, it's funny, like, I love this pour and I've drank it with my uh, you know, some good friends and be like, yeah, this is good. And that's the other thing is like, this is classy and this is like. Mm-hmm. It's not a unicorn for sure, but this is a, um, I would call this one very rare and special. And like, this is a connoisseur's whiskey for sure. Like if, if, if someone like a connoisseur comes to my house and I'm like, Hey, I got EH Taylor barrel proof. They're like, Oh, totes pour it up. You Mm -hmm. know, that's the thing. So I do give it an 8.9. It didn't blow my mind. But especially with the ice pour it was very good. Okay, but, um, but so I would say. It, I feel like
0: you're playing into the other end of the spectrum of what I said where yeah. if this wasn't if I gave this to you and you didn't know ZHT, I mean where would you like where would you put it if you didn't
1: know It ZHT? would still be high eights for me. You think so? Yeah. Okay, was yeah, really I, like yeah.
0: but did you enjoy it neat?
1: I did. I didn't <laughs> love it though. I don't know. It's, see, now you just said I did. Like,
0: you're in a struggling relationship where you're not quite yeah, but, ready to let go. But,
1: like, no, there's there's a little bit of that. I, I got to admit. But we always rated on the best poor.
0: Okay. So, so, okay. So, if you were to think back of like your high eight ratings, yeah. Would you, I, you know, would like, you put the best poor just being the one iced up against those? A high eight rating.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to say like Buffalo Trace was a high eight rating, or at least a low nine, and I would I would say like this the ice pour of this would match up similarly to at least the quality of of like a Buffalo Trace standard.
0: Yeah, and I guess and so I was about to like lay into you, but then I'm doing the Uh opposite where I'm like, but Buffalo Trace is twenty two bucks, like. (laughs) That's true. So then, but, but uh, yeah, I'm going to the, the spectrum where I'm going like for price. So if you think they would compare, but if you did a comparison for price per yeah. ounce, he's going to be yeah, 8.9. That, that makes
1: it hard. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I, I, the the 2020 release I got to try to bar um, not too long ago, and that was 25 a pour. Worth doing just to find oh, out. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's good.
0: Okay, I will respect. I will respect your eight point nine. Is that what you said? Yep, that's right. I will respect it, but I don't respect it, Cole.
1: Just I say. hear you. <laughs>
0: no, you're good, man. Yeah. I and I that's see-
1: that's that's the struggle with me is like is is this a collect? Is this like a fan favorite? That's the answer. Is like yes, people adore. Eh, Taylor Barrel Proof. I, I mean, heck, like Jason preston has got all of them. Yeah, really. Like, but that's also because like it's a collector's cool. item. What
0: are you going to go on his Instagram and yeah. talk about how good looking it, him and his third wife for the third time?
1: Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I'm going to say <laughs> him and his him and his partner. I think he he told me one time he's like, and this is like weird to hear, but it's like a Canadian thing. He's like, yeah, like Canadians don't really like get married as much as like Americans do. They just kind of partner up, and so maybe. Uh, maybe I'll stalk him and his partner, mm-hmm. if he has a partner. I'm sure he does. I think he said, yeah, he's got a girlfriend. he has so.
0: got He's a good-looking guy, and he's got, a, yeah. you know, he's a good-looking guy, photogenic. and he's got all the barrel proofs. He's photogenic, and he's got all the barrel proofs to boot. So, you know, Too he's got boot. to have. You know,
2: yeah.
0: But does he like the Beastie Boys, Cole?
1: That's the question. That he likes Chris Stapleton, apparently. So, yeah. um, I don't know. We, we, he'll only hit us up this week, and he'll be like, you know, I, you know, something like, I, you know, I haven't given the Beastie Boys a fair shake yet, so maybe he will hit us up and be like, I love the Beastie Boys, like, let's talk about License to Ill real quick. Oh man,
0: Paul's Boutique. Paul's Boutique's my yeah. jam. I like Paul's Boutique. Can,
1: uh, I, I just think 1986 License to Ill is like. Game changing in the in the industry,
0: <laughs> in the scene, as Cole would say,
1: in the scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just think like that was ahead of its time. You know what was that Rick Rubin on that guy?
0: Uh, yeah, Rick Rubin on that know. one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, which, which is huge. You know, like uh, he's, was, he's from Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, he's got a studio out there. He did a. Uh, he,
1: yeah, he did like, what he did a uh, smashing. Yeah, I think he did Melancholy.
0: I think he did the one before that too, Simon's Dream, right? Simon's Dream? Dream,
1: yeah. He definitely did that one now that I think about it, but I don't know if he did Melancholy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Cole. I'm super curious. We, we've, done, we've done our ratings. We've digressed. Yeah. Jason Preston yeah. can get any hot woman he wants, and the one he's got is lucky <laughs> to have him. I yeah. think that might have made the best shout out right there. Uh, what do you say, Cole? We go to yeah. our next segment. Yeah, we
1: beat, beat last week's. <laughs> go ahead, Robbie. This is
0: time for Whiskey World News. Hey, Cole didn't answer, but guys, guess what? It is time for Whiskey World <laughs> News. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, Anyway, this is part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write it. We are just talking about it. And Cole, this one, I I know I've teased it before and I like three off, but this comes from our favorite writer at the Whiskey Wash, whose name is...
1: Uh, Nino Kilgore Marchetti. Kilgore. Yes. Kilgore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is titled, Whistlepig, Ben and Jerry's Team Up for New Whiskey Ice Cream. Whistlepig and Ben & Jerry's are two well-known brand names in their respective industries. They both also come from Vermont. And in fact, you can experience both in a day in that state if you want, given that there is a Whistlepig tasting room right nearby the Ben & Jerry's factory in the town of Waterbury. The two also now have another way to enjoy them together, courtesy of New Ice Cream Collaboration. The new Ben & Jerry's Topped Whiskey Biz Ice Cream, according to those behind it, is described as... A brown butter bourbon ice cream with blonde brownies and whiskey caramel swirls topped with white chocolatey ganache and white fudge chunks. Ganache. Ganache. Um, Ash gosh, ganache. It makes use of Whistlepig's <sighs> six-year-old piggyback rye in the formula cooked into the caramel or caramel, if you're a layperson like myself, swirls. The idea of the topped ice cream is covering the chocolatey ganache with Ben and Jerry's letting you ganache. have the ultimate <laughs> experience what they say is personalization and precision. Should you scrape off the layer of semi-soft chocolatey ganache before going any further, tunnel down and eat the ice cream first, <laughs> or get the best of all worlds by removing the lid and eating the flavored... Val- <laughs> vertically, with delicious ganache chunks and ice cream all in one beautifully balanced bite. Whatever method you choose, you can, can't lose. So go ahead. This is a judgment free zone. Thanks, Kilgore. Uh, we're lucky to have incredibly innovative neighbors like Ben and Jerry's who love to collaborate as much as we do, noted Whistle Pig on social media. We're honored to be able to announce the partnership of one of our. Their new top flavors, Whiskey Biz. Whiskey Big is available at retailers nationwide. It was a retail price of $4.99 to 5 dollars other flavors of Ben and not for cool. consideration. So anyway, that's the article. Whistle Pig is teaming up with Ben and Jerry's for a swirly ganache topped caramel with bourbon swirls. So I don't know. Cole, any thoughts there?
1: Yeah, I, I do. But first, I want to do a retraction Oh, okay. That um, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Rick Rubin. It was actually Rick Rubin did do the BC Boys, but he didn't do Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, Butch Vig. Oh, that's did right. Butch Vig, Vig is stream. yes, and he's from Madison, Wisconsin. And Butch Vig also uh, did. I don't Nirvana. know. I don't think Rick Rick Rubin is. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: yeah, sure. Rick Rubin is New York, right?
1: Uh, I want to say that or L.A. Oh, gosh. he got in trouble recently in Hawaii for not. Uh, Quarantining.
0: He reminds me. Uh, so, but anyway, in Wisconsin though, it's not Rick Rubin; it's Rube Rickman, and he was a knockoff. Oh, really? User. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but that would. Be oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that'd be
1: hilarious. Anyway, but anyway, I. What, what think do you think of Gennady? I, I would. I'd be very down to try this ice cream. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I could find it easily.
0: I don't know. It made it sound like it might be easily found, but I don't yeah. know. Have you ever had whiskey ice cream? So no, oh gosh. Okay, I got uh, I have not. But I know we've talked about I I okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I had I had it once, um in Denver, I wanna say. I forget where, but the Denver is known for Stranahans Distillery, mm-hmm. uh, which is a barley based, um aged in, excuse me, new charred American oak whiskey. Like a quote Colorado whiskey. Um And it was very good. I mean, it was, it was, it tasted just like the, um, the whiskey, the, the ice cream that I had. So it was pretty cool. Um, but I'm sure, you know, there's no alcohol. It tasted, I think they, like, you have to be 21 to even have that one, but I might be wrong. But it tasted just like it. Um, and it kind of even tasted alcoholic. So I don't know. I, I, I do love the taste of whiskey. And, and Whistle Pig wouldn't be bad. You know, it's funny, like, with, um, Ice cream, I would assume that you'd go bourbon, but uh it sounds like they're going, you know, rye because whistle pig only does rye. I I'm intrigued. So yeah, I would love to try it. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Well, uh, I'm like this I I okay. I will try it because I like whiskey. Okay. I yeah. like ice cream. Check. This is sounds more like ice cream to me, like the bourbon's just or the the whiskey is more in the caramel swirls. And so, eh, mm. not a lot there, like not a lot going on, but you know, whatever. I'll still drink it. I don't care. Sounds good to me. So I would drink it. I'll try it. I love ice cream, but it doesn't sound super whiskey ish to me. What does sound good and we still need to try is a little bit of vanilla uh-huh. like or even chocolate, a little bit of ice cream and the screwball. That is more whiskey ish to me. Yeah. But I think it's cool. Next I think time, uh, uh I think it's cool. Like, yeah. it's like whist- next
1: time we do a dead balds. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead.
0: Well, I was just saying, like, just like uh, you know, but I do think it's cool. Whiskey, uh, like, uh, Whistle Pig, and uh, Ben and Jerry's, both Vermont companies, mix it up. You know, I think I would yeah. do this. I would also add like a shot of Whistle Pig on top, right? I don't know.
1: Yeah, might as well. Is that just- I don't know. Have you ever done that though? I, I I never have. I've never done the. It's it's not as good as you would think. Like, just adding, like, you're like, oh, this will mix perfectly. There's something about the alcohol that just doesn't work. Like, if it were just, like, the, you know, non-alcoholic part of the whiskey, yeah, it'd probably be amazing. Uh, But there's something that just doesn't mesh. Like, I could see with a very sweet liqueur, like, like, screwball. Yeah. I could see that working well. Or, like, even, like, amaretto on top of uh, ice cream. Or even, um, you know, even fireball would probably work. Uh, you know, these liqueur-like, sugary, um, you know, low-proof alcohols. Yeah. I think they would work. But, yeah, I've tried it a few times. And Oh, although one other thing, another liqueur uh, sort of whiskey is uh, Buffalo Trace's um, bourbon cream. So good on ice cream. So good. Because they add, like, legitimate cream and sugar and Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Yeah. Have you ever had that?
0: I no, I know, and I, I've never. I, I know you have mentioned that before. I've never looked for it specifically. Um, yeah, but at like that rate, some. I've never like it's never. I've never Less. seen it where it stands out. So I don't know. I'll have to hmm. specifically look, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's all good. All well, right. I don't know how we're doing on time. We should. Oh, we gotta go. Oh, we geez. gotta move. Okay, um, guys. Except for what was we choose last so, week? You did, uh, uh, what was your yeah exactly.
0: What was your hubbid up whiskey you had lately? Cole went with four roses, small batch select, and I went with Driftless Glen Rye. Um, and no surprise there, four roses won because probably more people have had that. Um, exactly. Yeah. But uh, we had a couple of good ride here. Uh, Mad Marketer went Nika from the barrel, and I have to agree, that was definitely a hubbid up what good. for me. Like that was so good, especially with that ice on it, changes it completely. Uh, Joel and M09 went 13 year old cast strength, long row, aged in cab salve barrels. If you had that?
1: Nice. Maybe. Uh, no, that's like a spring bank product, I'm pretty sure. Okay, and it sounds amazing.
0: Uh, and then Drew Tolan went with and two- I
1: saw it was Chilean cab sav,
0: Chilean,
1: which makes it legit.
0: Well, Heyman, that sounds going? great. Uh, Drew Tolan, friggin' photogenic Drew Tolan, <laughs> that son of a <laughs> gun. He went with 2016 <laughs> Thomas H. Handy. And then uh, Marco, and Casey 16, with, nice. and Marco and Casey went with 16. Nice. Marco and went with anything whiskey Del Delbach. And I gotta agree, that's that's some great writings. I agree with all of them. I'm except for the one that I haven't yeah. had with Chilean barrels. But uh, anyway, Cole. Yeah. Cole. Yeah. Do you smell that? Do you feel that? Do I
1: smell love in the air? You do,
0: Cole. Oh my gosh, we didn't even rehearse yeah. that. Nice job. Well done. Tis the season. Well done. Yeah. Cheers. Um. Cheers. Love is in the air. Valentine's is coming up, and we want to know, what is your most romantic whiskey? What whiskey makes you (laughs) feel romantique?
1: It's like asking, like, what whiskey is the aphrodisiac or something like that. (laughs) When I was working at a liquor store in Madison, Mm -hmm. um, this guy came in and he's like, I want some Damiana or something like that it's a it's a liqueur but it is like built on the idea that it isn't it is like straight up aphrodisiac and i want to say it's like cinnamon based something or i forget what Mm -hmm. damiana is but it's shaped like a mixture of buddha and a naked woman and it's it's just weird um it's it's like yeah imagine those two combined and make it a little more smoothed out and you got damiana in a bottle yeah
0: oh is that what you're going with
1: No, (laughs) because it's not a whiskey, (laughs) nor would I ever click on that one. Oh, man. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you have something in mind? Because I'm trying to think what would be like super, like, I would get a run with it in whatever way I feel like, but what is like romantic whiskey for Valentine's Day? Hey, uh,
0: for anybody listening, we're going to earn our capital E on this one. Gonna need a little explicit. Yeah. Take it, uh, bring it on. Another direction. Sex ed. uh, uh ready for the the whiskey talk um
1: yeah yeah <laughs> the birds and the whiskey the birds and the whiskey
0: so here i go i'm gonna go with fighting cock bourbon <laughs> i've never Lower had it e explicit i've never had it i just looked up whiskey with cock and that's what came up <laughs> so love is in the air Go up to your significant other and say, "Would you like a shot of cock?"
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's like yeah. Seth was like, uh, "Do you want? Do you want a? What was the one? It was a uh, Knob Creek or whatever." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, I I was thinking something rendezvous that Rye. you know my wife and I could both. Ooh, that's a good one actually. Because it
0: gets thicker in your mouth, uh, or because rendezvous is kind of a sexy word.
1: Was rendezvous that one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was rendezvous. Um, no, I was thinking. Yeah, let's let's go rendezvous somewhere else. Ooh. You know. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was kind of thinking a little more um, on the PG side. Oh. Okay. Um, but uh, I think that we, uh, you know, I want something that my wife and I both enjoy, uh, and my wife does like a classy weeded bourbon, something like uh, Weller Twelve. I I think that's a little romantic and that we could both get into um, that whiskey. So, Weller 12 is my choice there. You knew I was going to say Weller 12. Darn
0: near married her.
1: (laughs) I did. Yeah. Oh,
0: gosh, cool. So, part of our talk was going over anatomy. And every time (laughs) we went over anatomy, we were comparing like differences between men and women and the similarities. And uh, one of the similarities is men and women both have rectums. And every time I said rectum, I had to say. (laughs) Darn near killed him. I apparently
1: know him. <laughs> know. Wait, what? What did you say?
0: Wrecked him. Darn near killed him. That's oh, that's funny. Why. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so you're going with Weller 12. That's I'm going did with...
1: You, did you have like diagrams when you were doing this?
0: Yeah, we have... we. Uh, so we had a, a, a little book that kind of goes That's through cool. stuff and so we just kind of went by the book yeah
1: i was just thinking like you were like you're like all right imagine this like you're like all right look at the wall and imagine the. I, I kept comparing
0: it to a chuck e like cheese so i don't know i don't know why i keep the <laughs> <red>
1: <laughs> and the pizza available there
0: <laughs> yeah pizza's like like sex even when it's bad it's take a good. slice of pizza and no and you don't and want your kids to know like that until they're older so
1: yeah, take anyway. a slice of pizza and point it downwards, and it's kind of like <laughs> a um, uterus. <laughs> yeah. So d- oh, geez, we earned our this is a this is a crazy episode. <laughs> it
0: is. So I went with <laughs> I went with fighting cock bourbon. You went with uh, weller twelve.
1: Weller twelve. We'll see. And what- I think I'm gonna win because people are gonna be like, "It's better than fighting cock." But I hope they take it seriously and know that it's about romance and I hope- not about what's best.
0: I hope they take it about. What's more sophomoric and funny? Okay. No one ever said, yeah. put this or 12 in your mouth and laughed.
1: <laughs> so that is true. All right. Anyway, hey, uh, let's look over what's available that we could do uh, match up for next week. Yeah. Uh, I have
0: anything sticking out to I you? I sent
1: you that text. Um, we haven't done Henry McKenna.
0: I, so I was looking at this. So McKenna, let's put McKenna up. What if we put McKenna okay. up with the Early Times Bottle and Bond?
1: That sounds like a great match. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, let's do that.
0: All right. So that'll be next okay. week.
1: So check in on Instagram, all of our listeners, and vote for what you want to hear next week. Oh, and if anyone's wondering, we did match up Taylor versus uh, Lot 40. Uh, the uh, Lot 40 cask, but we made an executive decision here, and you'll see why in hopefully a few weeks. Um, but... Um, yeah. So yeah, take a vote on that. Uh, in the meantime, I I hope that uh, you will know that it's that Taylor is worth trying, but maybe not maybe not a hundred percent phenomenal.
0: You know what, Cole? I hope our listeners don't use this episode as a way to talk to their children about the birds and the bees.
1: Yeah, and I hope that the birds and the whiskies uh, becomes a thing in the future.
0: Oh, I <laughs> think. The whiskeys and the birds and the bees have traditionally had something in common. But most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours.